Welcome back. This is Jen and this is Paranormal.chat. I'm here with my brother Eric and my boyfriend Jesse. Say hi, guys. What's happening? How's it going? That's Eric and then Jesse. Um, <laughs> I need to distinguish I, I, try, I try to follow the order that you introduce them. Yeah, um, that's I'm true. sorry. I don't even notice. Well, whoever's <laughs> name you say first, uh, you know, I, that's who well, I think goes first. I just think it's great when you guys do introduce yourself. But anyways, um, this is going to be episode 19. Yeah, 19. And if you listened to last week's episode, I'm sorry, we're going to be a little bit disappointing. Um, we are not going to be doing Skinwalker Ranch just because life threw us all a curveball. <laughs> Goddamn 2020. Yeah, for real. Yes, and I would like to propose a moment of silence for our brother, Chadwick Bozeman. Oh, my God. Such a sad uh, event. Seriously, like, I didn't want to believe it when I saw that. Yes, I mean, I, I wasn't even aware that he was diagnosed. I didn't well, they, either. They, uh, I know they kept it very hush-hush, but... Um, on IG, he actually had to turn off the comments and uh, he actually had to delete pictures because people were just going oh. at him because oh. of his weight loss. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I started seeing later which pictures. He, he didn't explain himself, but people were just being completely and totally, you know, brass on him on, you know, his weight loss. And of course, he probably felt like he didn't have to respond to it. So he literally yeah. deleted pictures. I hope all of them, like, get really bad diarrhea for the oh rest God. of the year. <laughs> um, but anyways... Yeah, but uh, sad event. Yeah. yeah, fuck 2020. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> like this, just this past week has been crazy. Uh, I had to get a second COVID test. I am negative on the Rona though, so woo woo. Yeah, yeah for unfortunately, it, it sounds worse than it really is. But uh, I, uh, Logan, got a COVID test as well, and he oh. he came back negative. But that was just because of everything yeah. that happened. Yeah, they have to do the rapid thing. Yeah, before. and uh, and that's why we're we're gonna be late on the uh, the Skinwalker, Skinwalker Ranch is Next because week. my poor little child, my poor little demon child, had a uh, appendicitis and got it removed and all of that stuff. That's as long as yeah. he's fine, that's he's all that matters. And he's barely two, poor baby. Yeah, yeah. But next week, I, I got some good stuff. I've been doing uh, research where I can and then just off of my own knowledge. Yeah. It's something that I love. So so this week, um, I kind of just pulled this out of my butt, <laughs> was um, Janine Jones. I know a lot of people don't know about her for some reason. This is actually going to be a true crime episode. Yeah. Um. So Janine Jones is like a, or well, I'll explain in a bit. But um, so guys, any spooky updates? Spooky Actually, updates? yes, I do have a spooky uh, dookie update. Tell me. Uh, so la it actually happened last night. And uh, so me and the wife are in bed and we're just laying there and we hear clatters, like legit clatters. And it's so Josh isn't in the house, right? He's with his father uh, this week. So we thought it was odd. And, of course, yes, we have, you know, the middle and the older one, which are eight and four. So she tells me to go and check. So this is moments after we hear the clatter. It's clear. She hears it, and she tells me, get up and investigate, basically. <laughs> right? So I get up, and, I, and I, I'm not going to lie. I have the intention of telling one of the boys to go back to bed. Mm -hmm. But I get up, and there's no one there. Right? So I go upstairs, and I check on the boys. And that's even that we have the, the cameras in the, in the room. Mm -hmm. And they'll notify us if, if there's movement in the room. And we didn't get a notification. But I went up there and I checked on them. And sure enough, they were in bed asleep. And yeah, don't know what it was. Strange. That's, yeah, that's weird. So. I can't remember if I if this happened in the past episode or what. 
Um, but at, I think it was this past week. I don't think I told y'all about the, when I woke up, I woke up to the sound like of a woman crying. Ooh, or creepy. Not, not crying, but wailing. Like she was going, and like in the distance type wailing or yeah. like in the house loud no like in the distance but like it woke me up mm. and like i sat up and jesse didn't wake up and i woke him up and i was angry i was like you didn't <laughs> hear that <laughs> i was like you didn't hear it and oh no i can't remember so if do I you shared. think possibly a cat no i have no. videos of uh they look really spooky Okay. And I, I delete them, but I save them on my phone so they won't freak out Jen at night. Oh, of the our um our outside Weird visitor. Camera. No, like on the because I have it uh, specifically angled at the gate because that's the only point of entry. Yeah, yeah. So of course the lights going on and off will uh, trigger it. Yeah, or yeah. like uh, bugs or anything. So there's a couple of videos where I'm looking at it and there's nothing that ma- that moves. So I have to zoom in on it and on top of the the little what is it called uh, carport mm-hmm. okay you can ever so slightly see these like glowing eyes shifting through the oh, top shit. of it and <laughs> I, I had to i had to see a couple of them to actually go like i think it's a cat for sure because like the way that it struts yeah that the eyes move i was like okay it's a cat but it's like it, it has an animal movement too yeah like okay i get you and i, I was got like you. all right no like what i heard it it was weird like it sounded far away but it sounded close at the same time like okay, I, it's I hard you. to explain no 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 i i totally understand like, what you mean um like the oh my gosh i don't know the volume uh, wasn't right next to me but it was um like it sounded like it was in the room I, i've had stuff like it like was distinguishable yes well, okay I, I get you I, I hate it when that happens when it's in your pillow like it's coming from the pillow oh god <laughs> i don't know if anybody's ever had that i don't think i've, I've ever, ever even seen that in a like a horror movie and well, i think that would be phenomenal well sometimes I, i'll put my head down on the pillow and i'll hear like and i'm like, what the? And I'm like <laughs> mm-hmm. so i put i literally get my head out of the pillow and i'm like okay where the fuck did that come from so I'm looking around. And I'm just like, okay, I'll put my head back down, and like a couple of seconds later, I'll be like, like literally, like people talking, <laughs> and I'm like, what the? F-? So that's why I tend not to sleep with a pillow because it's just weird for me now. Oh no, okay. I I have like a billion pillows in the bed. Yeah, though. we we do. Yeah, oh, yeah, I, I need it. Like if the if the pillow between my legs starts talking, I'm gonna start sweet talking it too. <laughs> What's yeah, going on, baby? Me, it's just like <laughs> let me go to sleep. <laughs> well, well uh, funny that you were saying. Uh, so I stayed up watching uh, a bunch of movies that you had put on Plex last night, and I ended up passing out on the couch. And shit, I swear to God, I felt Jen literally open the door, come on in, and like grab my face and go, "Come on, go to bed." And I was oh, like, shit. "Oh shit!" And yeah, and I was like, "Okay, cool." So I literally grab all my stuff and I go over there and she's like super asleep. And I'm just like, how did she get up or whatever? But I didn't want to tell her anything. So I kind of like nudged her and she was just like, are you barely coming to bed? And I was all like, oh, fuck. I was like, okay, well. <laughs> yeah, it was like five o'clock in the morning. I was upset. And I was all like, <laughs> I was like, but you woke me up. I was like, whatever. I just literally fell asleep. I was all right. Yeah. But um, I think that's the only spooky update that I have. Okay, all right, all right. Yeah, um, also, this is not anything to do with my, uh, me, but, uh, we saw, what, 
the La Llorona, the one you put up, the oh, 2020. Oh, the, the the Spanish one, right? Yeah, yeah. I I couldn't find good. I couldn't find subtitles for it. It was so um, I I didn't need the subtitles. It no was way. great for me. <laughs> well, it was pretty good. I okay. Liked it. Okay. Yeah. The nice, only thing nice. I had trouble was with the indigenous language. I only understood the very slow talking parts when they're actually <laughs> like speaking it fluently. I'm like, oh God, you lost me. <laughs> yeah, it was it was actually pretty creepy. It's a slow burn for for everybody that's more into the modern horror where it's all just like fucking jump scares and bullshit. Oh yeah, it's if, definitely yeah. not. If I like catalog that. it, I, I want to say as far as horror it would be like in the audition kind of. Oh, nice. Uh, like the ta- Well, I guess Takeshi Meek. Well, no, I guess Takeshi Meek, yeah. His stuff kind of moves kind of slow in between, like... But when it reaches that go- crescendo, yeah. it's... It's okay, good. It's worth it? Yeah. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, so it's it's better than the other La Llorona one? Oh, yeah, God, it yeah. blows it out of the water. <laughs> like, I freaked out because she passed out the first time and mm-hmm. she didn't see the end. Okay. So I stayed to watch the end and she does the wailing, but it's in oh, the shit. indigenous language, not yeah. in Spanish. So there's something eerily creepy about it <laughs> and being in, you know, actual native Mexican indigenous wailing. The way you would actually hear it, I think. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. one that I gotta check out. Yeah, yeah definitely. Gotta, gotta don't watch. Don't let the kids watch it. Oh please! Are you <laughs> kidding me? Like right. I, I know, I know. To adults, it's not traumatizing, but I think to a infant or toddler i think it's like a, a sensory overload <laughs> but me and, and logan the two-year-old have sat through all of the lord of the rings oh my god like, i haven't I think, even sat through all yeah, of them. <laughs> <laughs> but i mean like it, it's a sensory overload i mean you have elves you have orcs and uh iroquois right that's what the the ogre, I have no idea and then you know the imps the trees and all that stuff i, I it's i just think it's a sensory overload but he was fine he was just like oh my god <laughs> So um, yeah, I wish Sal was like that. Like, Papi doesn't doesn't sit for anything. You know, he sits for Adventure Time and like. Well, Adventure Time is because it's like 15, 20 minutes. Anyways, we're getting <laughs> off topic. Yeah, 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 this is true. He bitches <laughs> like an hour. <laughs> yeah, me and me and Mason though, if I if I could just end on a quick note, is uh, me and Mason really have like a, a good connection because he actually sat there and watched uh, the Twilight Zone oh. with, with Rod Sterling and stuff. Uh, he and he made connections like he, it was so amazing watching him just comprehend everything that was going on. Hmm. He digs the the uh, the Twilight Zone. That's, so that's cool. good. He was freaked out about that racist bit, <laughs> dude. It like he he, he I, I'm so he doesn't get like the the tones, but he understands like w- w- at the time when he was watching, he was only three, but he would be like bad man, <laughs> why girl cry sad, you know, and he he'd get what was going on. So yeah. So we, we, we got through like three seasons of Twilight Zone. He dug Dang. it. <laughs> it's more than I have. But okay, so let's get started on Janine Jones. Yeah. Um, yeah, you were telling me a little bit about her, and she yeah. already seems like a very, oh, very, she is, very despicable person. She's, li- she's still alive. She's literally like one of like the most <laughs> evil persons that I believe is alive right now. Doesn't deserve to be alive. But um, I just want to note that I took 98% of my notes like from Murderpedia. Um, I'm, and I say I just pulled this out of my butt because I actually read um, the book when I was a teenager. I think it's called Graveyard Shift or Death. No, it's called The Death Shift. Okay. And okay. Um, for some reason, I, I guess I 
threw away the book at some point because it was like in bad condition <laughs> and like maybe it was just an accident or something but um yeah i couldn't find it and i actually <laughs> want to point out i have like this little thing i went and looked in the bookshelf and i did this and i happened to like lean my weight against she a fucking nail grazed by oh, a nail oh no no it hurt though for like an hour <laughs> she was grazed by a nail okay go put all your fucking weight on a flathead nail that's sticking out of the wall <laughs> bitch did you have any <laughs> was there any blood coming out no but it broke it broke skin and it still hurt <laughs> <laughs> you go do that while i do this your son does that to me all the time with his teeth <laughs> i don't care it wasn't you putting your entire weight onto a tiny nail. Okay, well, you don't have tetanus to reiterate we that. We don't know that. <laughs> your jaw, you're talking, so your yeah. jaw's perfectly fine. Give me till next week. But the 2020. S- sadly, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> your jaw would be shut right now. <laughs> yeah. All I have is just like congestion. But any hoosers. Okay, so I'm just going to be reading from my notes because there's a Wait, lot did, of information. Did you take your leg already? I forgot. God, that's why your nose is stuffy. Yeah. Any hoosers. All right. So from 1970 to 1982, a pediatric licensed vocational nurse named Janine Jones committed crimes in San Antonio, Texas and Kerrville, Texas. Jones was responsible for the illness and death for up to 60 infants in her care, though only two were confirmed. Jones would inject the small children with a strong muscle relaxant that would then stop their hearts. Jones, who it turns out has a condition Munchausen syndrome by proxy, mm. would inject the child and then try to swoop in and be the savior of the children, mm-hmm. and she would be seen as the hero. But many times she was unsuccessful in saving the children, and instead she was the caring nurse that would try and comfort and be supportive and sympathetic to the grieving parents. Oh, so she would like bait and switch. Yeah, basically. Oh, that's fucking terrible. So, so was she basically the uh, like the 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 well, what are they called? The the nurses like that that help deliver, um, or was she like no. the? Uh, she was. She's like a midwife. Or? No, no, no. She was. These children were like made like ranging from like six months to two years old. So was she an actual nurse? nurse? No, she was an LVN. Oh, so well she wasn't a registered oh, nurse. Oh, okay. So she was just like, I guess LVNs are a step below RNs. I'm not. It's positive. just a little bit, not too much. They do a lot of groundwork. Yeah, I, I like they. Yeah, like they're just licensed. And yeah, then yeah, I, they, they they do a lot of hard work out there. Yeah. So, and I'm definitely not like trying to talk shit about LVNs or anything. I, I know you guys fucking do a lot. But she uh she wasn't a registered nurse, but Okay. Okay. But let's uh let's start from the beginning from her. So Janine Ann Jones was born on July thirteenth, nineteen fifty, and she was soon after adopted to San Antonio couple Dickie and Glad or Dick and Gladys Jones. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. There's a typo in there already. <laughs> no, <laughs> um, I, I'm still a child at heart when I hear <laughs> dick. Yeah, <laughs> like what? What's like? What is it? Um, like such fucking basic ass names: Dick and Gladys Jones. <laughs> They're all continuing <laughs> a, a, a like a bloodline name, and you're over here. <laughs> fucking basic. Sorry, guys, that are Dick and Gladys Jones right yeah, now. <laughs> um, but anywho, so. <laughs> Here I am offending everybody. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, the Jones family would eventually be made up of four adopted children, two of them being older than Janine and one younger than her. 
So Dick was the type of guy to try his hand at all types of businesses, it seems. He first owned a nightclub, then a restaurant, and then a billboard business. Unfortunately, Dick was also a bit of a gambler, and due to his spending, all of the businesses failed. Um, And just because I'm a bit nosy, I wanted to know what this club was. Right. And it's called, or it was called the Kit Kat Swim Club. Wow. And so... Wait, wait, so when did he own this? Because that sounds um, like a total 70s name. I think it was during the 70s. Yep, that totally or makes like sense. maybe the six, 60s, 70s. So has here's... Be, has to be late 60s so going into the 70s. The, here's the fucking kicker. Remember when I worked at the HVPSC? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there is like... It's not a VFW, but it's like a military bar across the street. Okay, that okay. That used to be the fucking bar. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And so you were just... A stone's throw away yeah, literally. From, from the area that she would walk. Yeah, because yeah, I was just like, wow, like that bitch could have been like fucking just hanging out over there with her parents. Oh, no shit. Yeah. So I was like, wow, that's amazing. So it's um. so anyways. So she let me sorry, let me find my place. So while she was growing up, uh, she was always trying very hard to get attention and would call herself the black sheep of the family since she felt it was hard for her to get attention uh, from her parents. While she was in school, she was short and overweight and lonely. The friends that she did have described her as being very aggressive and manipulative and had absolutely no problem with lying to them. So Janine was close to her younger brother, whose name was Travis. And unfortunately, he died in a horrific uh, accident when he was 14. So did that happen here in San Antonio? I believe so. Really? Yeah. So Travis was making a pipe bomb. Oh, God. Yeah, I don't know why. But so it blew up in his face and it killed him. Well, yeah, I think that tends to happen. (laughs) So... When the funeral came around, uh, she was 16 at the time, by the way. Um, During the funeral, she screamed and fainted. And then uh, there's they say like that's around the time when she started like trying to get like attention, like in the most dramatic ways. Yeah, Well, I mean, it already sounds like she's like a textbook narcissist. Sociopath as well. Yeah. And it it just seems like, yeah, she. Yeah, she's got some issues. So, um. One year after Travis's death, her father would die of terminal cancer. So she's 17, and she's already dealt with two traumatic deaths in her immediate family. And um, so I I had to go to a couple of different websites for this information, and it seemed like Dick was uh, he was diagnosed with cancer, but I it seems like he actually uh, I guess like turned down any type of um, like, like treatment. treatments, yeah. Okay, okay. And so, like, they kind of just like knew it was gonna happen eventually. And so, for some reason, Janine thought in order to get over her tragedies that she should get married. What? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Despite only being in high school. So. Because marriage always makes things better. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so let let me. <coughs> let, yes, I am happily married. <laughs> it is the greatest thing in the world. Soundbite. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Okay, let me finish this and they'll go back. So uh, Gladys, of course, refused to give Janine permission to get married. So she began drinking heavily. She's still in high school. <laughs> but okay, so 
I, I guess I skipped over this line. So Times were different back then. Clearly. Um, let's get back to the Kit Kat Club real quick. Okay. Um, okay. So they were very progressive, it seems. Like, Dick was the owner and manager of this club. And fucking Gladys was, like, the fucking, like, on the turntables, spinning those records. <laughs> like, girl, get it. Like, I, I was just, like, so happy and excited when I saw that. I was just like, fucking get it, Gladys. Fuck yeah. I hope, like, she was, like... In full bell bottoms and fucking disco gear and shit. God, I, I can't imagine that. Just the Bee Gees <laughs> being pumped out 24-7. <laughs> well, you, so so here, here's my thing with the whole drinking in high school thing. Uh, if you remember, I think even when dad was in high school, uh, drink, the legal drinking age was 18. Oh, yeah, it was. So, I mean, it wouldn't be too far-fetched yeah. if she was only like 17 or 16 still drinking. Yeah. I just want to say that. Back then, you literally all you had to do was go to the store and go, "Hey, my dad asked if I could get a pack of Marlboros," and they'd be like, no, "Yeah, yeah, here you go. you're not lying. Yeah, you're not lying." There, there was no, <laughs> there was no protect these kids from alcohol or tobacco. No, yeah, they're all this like, "It's actually I mean, good yeah. for you." <laughs> oh yeah, no show you right. the fuck out. <laughs> Coca Cola with Coke in it. Yeah, yeah. fucking. Those they were the really, times. They really had it good because all these hype. That's why they never under they never got ADHD because they were all chilled on. <laughs> <laughs> they were all smoking cigarettes and drunk at the time. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, yeah. you guys fucked this up for us. <laughs> well, anyways, so after Janine graduated high school, she got married to James Harvey Delaney Jr., who was a high school dropout who had a passion for hot rods. I was about you to know, say, his name sounded like so prestigious. I thought he was no, going to be see, like... <laughs> I thought he was going to be like a president assassinator or something. <laughs> no. well, well, say it again. He was James. James Harvey Delaney Jr. Yeah, it sounds very legit. But he was a high school dropout. <laughs> but he was a hot, he was a gearhead. Okay. <laughs> he, he probably had like a cool nickname because he didn't want to go through I, that whole... You know what? I didn't include this in my notes, but I'm going to just because I'm feeling kind of like a bitch. So they <laughs> kept on... They... they all every single website described him as being overweight also Aww. i'm just like why are y'all making y'all are fat him? shaming yeah the dude. <laughs> leaves james harvey delaney jr alone he didn't he probably <laughs> didn't have like a little gouda in his puta he probably had like a full-fledged you know <laughs> this guy's you know he looked like that rat fink figure in the oh, oh god yeah well no he couldn't have too much because this next line after the two were married for seven months james enlisted in the navy yeah. So he dipped out of the situation? I guess so. Well, Sweet kind bastard. of. Like he lucked Bitch. out? <laughs> <laughs> so, as soon as James went into the Navy, Janine started cheating on him because she's a scandalous bitch and would literally brag about it. To like who? to him? To anybody that oh, was. Oh, okay. <laughs> really? Yeah. I was like, she would tell him? <laughs> no. So, yeah. she, she didn't care who she cheated with. She would cheat with single men and married men. Okay. Yeah. It I was, was gonna say, like, did she invent the cuck, like, with uh, James Harvey Delaney Jr.? <laughs> <laughs> Is that what that basically? <laughs> like, I'm sorry, babe. <laughs> you go ahead and do whatever you want. That's sad. <laughs> well, she, like, every single website that I read, they're all like, she had a voracious sexual appetite. <laughs> I'm like, oh, so, so, like, she was not a looker. Though. So, like, equivalent to Eileen Warnos. So. Sh- was she from San Antonio though? She, she was from San Antonio. Oh, Makes damn. sense. Was she? She was the early. Boy, I'm a slap the, the fuck ma- out of you. <laughs> Makes sense. I am going the early adopter of the Susia. <laughs> Janine Jones. The Fiesta. Was, yeah, yeah the, she was a Susia for ooh, sure. She must have been a hit at Fiesta. 
the dirty chunk left feet. Oh my god! All the all the you pin, know what? I should have looked up what fucking high school she went to. That would have that would have been amazing. Yeah, I want to guess Harlandale. No, you know what? I'm gonna say <laughs> Memorial. I'm gonna say McCollum <laughs> or John Jay. <laughs> oh god! Why not Sam Houston? You know John Jay. I, I, yeah, I John that. Jay. Yeah, she <laughs> sounds like a Marbach or a Marbach bitch. <laughs> More wow Marbach, good Marbach. just trugging along <laughs> with the offenses that's what we're doing here yeah they don't know <laughs> okay so anyways so she was a bragging ass bitch she was gross um and so while james was in the navy gladys was actually the one supporting janine financially so she finally told her you need to figure out a way to begin supporting yourself <laughs> and so from there janine enrolled in beauty school um, so Jimmy returned from the Navy and the two of them had a kid after four years of marriage. Oh, wow. You know, and, and, uh, I'm sorry to yeah. interrupt, but I was completely unaware that she had children because the first thing I would have asked, uh, was at the end of this or during all of this, where were they? Yeah. You know what? I, so there's, there was only like one mention of her children and it's like during her Kerrville era. And um, wait, what is this curve era? It will get there. Okay, but um, y- I didn't want to delve too much into the children because it seems like there isn't much info on them, and I'm pretty sure I could have find or could have found them, but it seems like they're trying not to be associated. Oh with yeah, her. yeah. So it's yeah. it's something that I'm not gonna or I didn't want to look into. So um, so they had a kid. And so after four years, let me see, da, 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 let me find it. Okay, after four years of marriage to Janine, um, oh wait, no, Janine left James while he was recovering in the hospital from a boating accident, that bitch. <laughs> so, <laughs> where did they get a boat? <laughs> well, he was in the Navy. <laughs> what did you just fucking come with a boat once you join? Is that I what guess you're saying? So. He's yeah. all my sugar daddy's got me a boat. <laughs> <laughs> so, the reason she gave the divorce, she the, so the reason that she gave on the divorce papers was that James had been violent with her. Um, I don't think there was ever like any evidence of that, and they did have a short uh, reconciliation period, but they ended up separating again. Mm. Sounds typical of San Antonio. Oh God. <laughs> wow, you're just getting mad at Jesse for <laughs> <laughs> making sense, and then you. <laughs> I'm just, I'm like typical. <laughs> well, anyways, I I gave typical a G there. That was weird. So, <clears throat> I'm I'm just gonna put this out there, and I'm not gonna put any names out here. But this is, f- fa- I mean, this is almost sounding fairly reminiscent of uh, y'all's IG uh, self-proclaimed stripper mm. out there. This is sounding very, oh God, very. She would. This is get. This is aligning. I I swear to God, she could have her own web series, or what is it? Where's the one with the housewives? No, no oh. housewives. No, no, no. We could we could literally put this on on a what's that stupid channel that has all the <laughs> like the forty no the uh, ninety day uh, bride or whatever. Oh TLC. Yeah, we yeah, could she put could it on definitely TLC. be on TLC. <laughs> but anyway, sorry. Before we give too much info, she's just gonna be like a. Like a very mysterious figure <laughs> that we <laughs> refer to once I in a while. I want to manage her. I know I can make her <laughs> shine. I can have shirts and all. Oh, she's just a gold mine untapped. <laughs> she really is. But anyways. Yeah, I, I, I got to agree. Yeah. I got to agree. Um, okay. So anyways, 
So eventually, one of Janine's older brothers dies of cancer. And because of this, Janine begins to fear that the dyes she uses in the salon would give her cancer because her dad dies of cancer, older brother dies of cancer. She starts getting fucking crazy like the dyes are going to give me cancer, clearly. And then another uh, another brother, like you said, blowing his fucking face off. Yeah, right? so she's down to two siblings now. And and and, and not j- like, so I, I want to point this out, like, it's not natural deaths. These are like traumatic deaths. Yeah. Right? Two cancers and a the fucking explosion yeah. you know what i should i'm just feeling bad i'm sorry gladys and dick jones <laughs> <laughs> i was being sassy earlier i'm sorry <laughs> anyways back to it <laughs> i'm through all of my emotions today <laughs> so um strangely janine worked in a salon inside of a hospital what yeah i know like what hospital has a fucking salon You'd be surprised. Like, uh, you could smoke in hospitals back then. They had salons. I'm pretty sure, you know, mm. you could do a lot of weird shit back in yeah. those days. Yeah. Well, anyways, Janine's logical ass was like, you know what? Let me jump from beauty salon to a fucking nurse. And mm. so that's this what she did. This is the turning point. But yeah. That's, I mean, I guess it's like a natural progression. Don't all strippers just become like... Janine was not a stripper. And like no. all beauticians. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> That's uh, th- th- that's a common San Antonio thing, also, right? Single mother <laughs> going into the medical field. That's like just it's just uh, it's bread and and meat. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying that <laughs> it's just the natural it just goes hand in evolution, hand. you know. Like, and again, I'm sorry. There's whole I'm ass sorry. memes about this. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be offensive, but I'm, there's I'm like not a either. meme. I'm just saying, like, the, when you said it, I He's literally thought king. of like Aiden, Jaden, and Caden. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Anyways, um I'm sorry for everything. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to apologize for this entire episode. <laughs> <laughs> this is an unscripted episode with a lot of sass apparently. <laughs> I'm but sorry. I mean, she you you guys have to give her a pass. It is her birthday tomorrow in a couple of hours, you so know what? it's okay. Y'all don't have to give me a pass. <laughs> 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 Anyways, um, so anyways, so Janine went to San Antonio Independent School District School. They, s- they say the older you get, the crabbier you get. Bitch, so. that's the truest. <laughs> <laughs> I am so crabby. Anyways, so she went to the San Antonio Independent School District School of Vocational Nursing to become an LVN. And she was actually hired to San Antonio Methodist Hospital. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So so this wasn't like a this, this a career a point thing. Another commercial. thing that I I know it sounds bad, but I think like nurses, cops, and people that have that kind of line should be subjected to a psychological <laughs> evaluation. <laughs> well, I mean, cops are cops. I, I don't think they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They so when I are. when I oh, was uh, yeah. Well, yeah when I when I applied uh, for is SAPD, it like, like is it like within ago? the it's all within uh, the hiring process. It's right before you go no, to but the is actual it like, training. It like, is it like an inside thing, like from their yeah. own department? Yeah, that, that's terrible. Yeah, it should be a private yeah, contract. I, I got all the way to that point, right? Like I took the psych evaluation, and all I was waiting for was like a start date. When do I go to the academy? But that was 10, 12 years ago when I first applied, uh, or not like 10 years ago. Does that do you know if that's still applied to people that have already previously had like military service See, and, and stuff and like and that? That's, and that was what they were telling me when I first applied was that I will always get bumped down uh, in the in the hiring process uh, for people who have uh, like Mil- military yeah. backgrounds and oh, stuff wow. like that. 
Wow. So, yeah. Anyways, that was just, you wow. know. I can't do Owen Wilson. <laughs> little fun fact. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> ah, great. You hit the funny bone, man. <laughs> That's... No, I'm not going to go into my five-minute laugh. Oh, okay. <laughs> there are some moments where, like, I literally cannot stop laughing. <laughs> I recently showed her clips of Shrek. <laughs> oh, no. Are you barely seeing the Shrek is Life ones? No, I, it oh, was okay. the do the roar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, part three. <laughs> Do the roar. Yeah, I've only seen, I think, the first track in its entirety. And then after that, it's all clips. But anyways, let's not go into It's 20 minutes of laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Just like, wow. <laughs> okay, okay, I'm sorry. Okay, so she was hired to San Antonio Methodist Hospital. So she managed to fuck it up, though. She was fired eight months after she was let go because she was trying to make decisions in areas that she had absolutely no authority making. Oh crap! She was carrying it up, huh? Yeah, and she so was like she was making decisions like on a doctor's level type thing. Are I you, guess is what so. You mean? Like wow. as far I'm as like administering drugs, I'm guessing wow. she would just go to like the fifth floor and be like, "Give this man Vicodin." <laughs> <laughs> well, she was also rude to the patients, and she actually got complaints, and that's actually what um did her in yeah like that she was just being a rude ass bitch um so but unfortunately it wasn't very hard for her to find work soon after and she was hired to the bear county medical center hospital which is where everything goes downhill and i think that you know i didn't research it i'm not gonna say a name and then it not be correct um so anyway janine worked in the children's unit of the hospital and she made her presence known to everybody immediately. Uh, she was very loud and boisterous, which annoyed the other staff. And she was very fucking open about her sexual conquests. Like really? She would give them details that nobody fucking wanted. Typical, <laughs> typical nursing, man. <laughs> it's going in there. Yeah. So, so every stereotype in nursing, she's <laughs> hitting it. So like she was talking about like squibbing their faces and I stuff. I don't even know what squibbing is, and I'm not going to Google it. Scissoring. <laughs> oh. <laughs> So, anyways, <laughs> wow, my delicate constitution. <laughs> anyways, so even though staff members made complaints against her, her immediate supervisor fucking loved her. So Janine felt protected by her, and so June, uh, so Janine actually soon began taking charge in the ward, and she would demand to be placed in charge of the sickest children. So she would dote on them and sometimes not do what she was supposed to. Like, she would be given orders and do something completely different. And she felt like she was doing what was in the best interest of the child. Mm. Which, like, what? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so eventually the nurses started noticing a fucking horrific pattern where the children were suffering seizures or dying more often on the 3 p.m. to 11 p.m. shift. Wow. Yeah. And that was Joan's shift. And they actually began calling it the death shift. So Joan's supervisor was very aware of the talk about her favorite employee, but ignored it and said that the other nurses just wanted to speak ill of her out of jealousy and just to gossip. And so clearly... So it, it just went on. Unaddressed. Uh, unaddressed. Yeah. Wow. So finally, the patient or the first patient that made the higher up staff pay attention was named Jose Antonio Flores. 
Baby Flores was admitted with common symptoms. He had fever, vomiting, and diarrhea. But the next day on the 3 to 11 shift, Baby Flores had unexplained seizures and went into cardiac arrest. The doctor spent almost an hour saving the baby and found that his blood was not clotting. The next day, again, on the 3 to 11 shift, Baby Flores again went into seizures and began to bleed. And unfortunately, this time he died. So again, on the same shift, the very next day, next day. So when the doctors told his parents of the child's death, his dad actually had a heart attack there in the hospital. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. So while the staff helped his dad to the ER, Jones allowed um, the dad's brother to hold the baby like his little body. Yeah. But then she fucking snatched the baby like the body. Yeah. And ran all the way to the morgue like fucking trying to get rid of the evidence i don't like i guess but just like i can't imagine like if if anything like that to happen and then like some crazy ass bitch runs away with the baby's body like i would lose my mind yeah yeah. probably kill her (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) and so um so eventually after testing was done on the body they found the baby had an overdose of the drug called heparin in his blood which would explain why his blood was not clotting. Um, heparin's a, th- a blood thinner. a blood thinner, thinner yeah. yeah. So this is finally when her superiors became suspicious since no one had ordered that the drug be administered. So, and even at this point, I think, I don't remember if I made note, but at this point in the ward, like the, the drugs were just like freely open and available. Like there was nobody really keeping close records and tracking everything like the yeah. way they are now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... After the death of Baby Flores, two resident physicians found that Jones had given another overdose of heparin to a three-month-old boy named Albert Garza that they were treating. When confronted with this information, Jones became angry and left. Because of this, staff finally began putting tighter control on drugs that weren't watched very closely before. At this point, the head doctor, Dr. Robotham, had requested an internal investigation for the hospital. In November 1981, the hospital administration declined to do the investigation since the hospital was already struggling and didn't want word to get out of the suspicious deaths. The next victim of Jones was 11-month-old Joshua Sawyer, who um, I'll just keep note of his name. So um, he was brought in suffering side effects of smoke inhalation from a house fire. Baby Jones had suffered cardiac arrest, but was administered Dilantin by the doctors. He was placed into a coma, but was expected to make good progress, according to them. On the other hand, Jones told the parents that it would be a lot better to let baby Jones die. Since what? He, yeah, since he would surely have serious brain damage. Suddenly, baby Jones had two heart attacks and died. Wow. Yeah. So lab results later showed that the baby had suffered an overdose of Dilantin, but no one noticed. What the fuck? And at this point, Dr. Robotham requested the dismissal of Jones, but they ignored it. Wow. Yeah. So this so much could have just stopped right there if they just would have fucking listened to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (sighs) That's upsetting. (laughs) Yeah, no shit. I mean, like, all the evidence is is pointing in a certain direction, and then nobody is taking Mm -mm. 
uh, it seriously. Mm-mm. And that's so strange because considering like what we're going through now and the the severity and I guess to a certain level, like the security that we have within hospitals is, is completely opposite from what it's sounding like with you. Yeah. I mean, because now they have children where like if you have a baby, I think maybe you went through it. Where they put like a a, a tag on them oh, that yeah. if they leave the uh, the infant ward, that it'll start flagging and and or, you well, know the hospital I was in they said that um, I think it would lock the doors or something yeah like so. to the to the baby ward or whatever. and again I understand that this was a different time and yeah, place but, but like this like how do you not already be there with children you know like yeah. on as as far as security goes how well, how are you not there trying to do everything to protect the child yeah but i think it has we have all of these crazy security measures because of people like this like there's a rule made like crazy rules are made because some fucking crazy person crazy did it already person, yeah. well i mean yeah. it, <laughs> this went on for quite some time <laughs> like yeah. the, i mean these kind of practices yeah. You know, I mean, at this time, you were, like I said, you're still allowed to smoke inside the hospitals. Yeah, that's true. You know, yeah. you're, you mean, you know, a couple of cars I don't think came with seatbelts still at this time, and I don't oh think shit, you I know that. I, I don't think that you had to have a car seat. And well, the I mean, car you, seat, you could still ride in the back of a truck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think the car seat that they had was literally just like, it looked like a cup holder <laughs> that you put <laughs> to the seat. And like you just put the kid in there, so yeah, a lot of the practices were very loose. I'm not saying that they were wrong; it's just the time that it was, you know. Yeah. yeah. And now, like when I look at the photos of like the old car seats, I lose my mind. I'm just like, my baby would be hurt so bad in that. <laughs> so. Or they yeah. would learn one of the two. <laughs> so. Damn it. <coughs> I'm sorry to interrupt, but didn't we have a friend <laughs> fall out of a car over here at the beginning of the street? I believe so, but he died. The one Goddamn, that went no, because like of the fall. Or was no? This like are we talking about the one that was on top of the roof? No, no, oh. no. I think no, he's talking like about like as a as a child that fell yeah. out. Oh, of I and don't it was, know. It was just one of those accident things, Sorry. and it wasn't one of those like even very deadly things. The kid just because I can't remember who it was, but I remember having a friend. I think it was actually across the street. That someone fell out of the car and they just, it, but like going at like five miles, they were taking the turn into the street <laughs> and uh, they yeah, got the, all fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was just scrapes and bruises. That's but funny. Yeah, wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. So a lucky baby that did survive his encounter with Jones was one month old Rolando Santos. So baby Santos was admitted to be treated for pneumonia but suddenly began to have seizures, cardiac arrest, and extensive unexplained bleeding. Every time Janine was not his caregiver, he would begin to recover, but then he would decline once again when he was in her care. After lab results showed that the baby had an excessive amount of heparin in his system, an actual doctor took over care of baby Santos. Once again, when he was released into Joan's care, the baby deteriorated and went into a fucking coma. Wow. So blood came up his throat and his blood pressure dropped. A doctor was able to save him, but then ordered for the baby to be moved from the ICU and placed under 24-hour surveillance. So finally, after he was out of Jones's reach was when he was able to recover and survive. Well, it looks like they kind of were putting two and two together. yeah. Yeah. So another child that fell victim to Jones was a child sent to the ICU unit to recover from open heart surgery. 
Initially, the baby was recovering well until it was Jones's shift. Soon, the baby became lethargic and his condition deteriorated rapidly and died. The doctors were baffled as to what happened and could only say a possible infection was what did him in. Bizarrely, this is so fucking bizarre. Janine took a syringe, squirted fluid in the sign of the cross over the child's head, and then onto herself, and then proceeded to grab this poor baby's fucking body and began to cry over it. Like I said, so sociopath. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I but even at that, I'm I. So you're thinking from like her side or like uh, an analyzing her. But I could only imagine because we were just in the hospital with, like I said, Logan, right? Yeah. Uh, being there and being a parent and just watching your child just, mm-hmm. for some reason, just take a turn for the worst mm-hmm. and then recover and then take a turn for the worst and just not know what's going on. Yeah. Well, I, I was like, I'm actually super suspicious of that. That's why whenever my kids would go in there, I would always be like, what are you doing? Like, what are you mm-hmm. actually putting in there? Like. Yeah. I, I was always like the annoying parent that was like, well, what are you giving them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I and guess I, yeah. I'm stupid. And my, my short, I hate it when they would give me short answers like, oh, it's just something to make them feel better. And I was like, no, well, what, what, what is, is it? it? Yeah. Like, I, I, then they'd look at me like, yeah, you're going to understand what it is. And I was like, yeah, I want to hear what well, it no, is. Like, if I, if something happens, I want to know what you did. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, like, I'm. I'm so dumb because I'm just like, there's nobody that would want to hurt a baby. And I'm just like, oh, yes, no. please just just take care of my kid, you know? Yeah, yeah. And like, if I were to have seen somebody injecting my baby with something, I'd be like, okay, they know what they're doing. This is what's best for them. And then, yeah, like, I just can't like it, like it's Like, it's a veil of, like, it's an illusion of, of security, I guess. Yeah, like, 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 clearly. This like, is your job. Yeah. You are supposed to be doing your job. Yeah. yeah I get what you're saying. Yeah. No, I'm super annoying when we go, like, to the pediatrician i'm always like oh yeah well what about this and like they always give me that look and jen turns around looks at me like why are you being this way (laughs) (laughs) clearly i'm just like i'm trying to be the nice parent and jesse's the annoying parent (laughs) yeah but i'm I'm just naturally like that like what are you doing yeah so well finally the hospital took note of the strange deaths and agreed to do an internal investigation they did come to agree that there was an abnormal amount of deaths in the unit but refused to pinpoint it on a single nurse. Well, I, I figured that they didn't want to take that kind of liability also. Yeah, that that's pretty much why the reason. So instead, the hospital chose to switch from LVNs to all RNs in the unit, which would have placed Janine somewhere else in the hospital. So with that news, she resigns, only giving the administration relief since she would no longer be their problem. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's so fucking frustrating. So in 1982, Dr. Kathleen Holland hires Jean to be a pediatric clinician in her new Kerrville, Texas practice. So Dr. Holland had previously worked with Jones at the hospital and ignored the thinly veiled urges of others not to hire her. Wow, so people actually reached out to her and told her, like, hey. Like, don't do this. So... She so Dr. Holland just took it as um, people were being sexist since it was a male dominated field. And she thought that Janine was perfectly capable and that she should have this opportunity. Right. So Dr. Holland actually helped her move to Kerrville, her and her two kids. And she like like she 
fucking went out on a limb for her. And I'm just so upset still because of what she did to this poor woman. So the practice opened. And within two months of the first summer, the practice was open. Seven, seven separate kids had seizures in her office. Seven. Damn. Yeah. So each time Dr. Holland would transfer them to Kerr County's Sid Peterson Hospital. At first, Dr. Holland found it odd that so many s- kids had seizures, but then she chalked it up to the fact that she was a specialist doctor and not a general doctor. Right. And that's why she was seeing such severe cases come in. So, like, she talked herself out of what was happening. So, finally, the death of Chelsea Ann McLennan on September 17, 1982, was finally what made Dr. Holland realize she was dealing with an angel of death. Wow. Yeah. So baby Chelsea died en route from the hospital to another facility despite not being very ill. That same day, Jones returned to the clinic to see another patient, a boy, who went into seizures and had to be resuscitated. God damn. Yeah, two in one day. And so afterwards, the parents of the child said the gen- that Janine was very excited during these moments and she even seemed happy. And that's just fucking vile. Yeah, yeah. So So like she was even at a at a point where so I, I don't I couldn't keep up with the pace, but it's it from what it sounded like, it was like one every once in a while or mm-hmm. kind of spaced out. Yeah. And now it seems like she's relinquished her uh <clears throat> like her inability to control herself. Now she's doing like multiple just within a day. Yeah. Well, it, so it's s- within this time period, they, there, I think it was around 60 that they say like that they think that she possibly killed or hurt. But either way, like that's just one too many. Like what, like she, she shouldn't have been doing it at all. Yeah. 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 Damn. That's, that's incredible. Yeah. Just terrible. Seriously. So finally, a doctor at Sid Peterson Hospital realized all of these babies' deaths were linked to Janine Jones. And he had actually had the displeasure of working with her at the other hospital. And he knew her history. He was the one who sounded the alarm to the hospital committee and to Dr. Holland. So Dr. Holland was asked if she was using a drug i'm just gonna fucking butcher this it's uh you know what it's a drug (laughs) 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 which was a powerful muscle relaxant she said her office carried it but had no use of it yet holland told jones about the meeting with committee and jones said she had found the bottle of the relaxant only to find that the cap was gone This is when Dr. Holland began to believe the suspicions brought forth. On September 27th, Dr. Holland examined the bottles of the muscle relaxer while Janine was on lunch, only to find that there were pinprick holes through the rubber stopper Mm. on one bottle and that the other bottle appeared to be full, but later on they tested it and they found that it was full of saline. (laughs) Yeah. So she was fucking teenagering it. She was filling yeah. up the, the liquor bottles with water that's to make it look like yeah. they were still full. I was just like, that's so fucking crazy. So when Dr. Holland confronted Jones about this, she couldn't give her a reasonable answer as to what happened with the bottles. 
but suggested throwing them away to avoid questions. Wow. <laughs> like, that doesn't sound like the sketchiest fucking shit. So at this time, Jones told Dr. Holland, I took an overdose of doxepin, which is used for anxiety. Yeah, diaxepin. Yeah. yeah. So she had to have her stomach pumped. But in reality, she only took four pills, which is like nowhere close to like needing your stomach pumped. Okay. So she pretended to be in a semi-coma so that she would be worked on by medical personnel. Like, so is she like trying to gather information or something? No, she was just tr- like, she was known to be like always in the hot or not in the hospital, but always going to the doctors for different types of ailments. And they're all like, this, this isn't existing. Like, we don't know what the fuck you're talking about, Janine. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. she, like she wasn't a hypochondriac, but she was always saying like, there's something wrong with me, blah, blah, blah. Hmm. So yeah. is this another part of like her narcissism where like, she's trying to get attention yes. and stuff? Okay. Yeah. Okay. And so that was definitely one of those things where she's pretending to be in a semi-coma, but she really doesn't need their attention whatsoever. <laughs> so, like, what doctor is sitting there and, like, poking her and she's <laughs> just, like, her eyes are twitching and I stuff and just peeking out of one eye? I don't know. Well, so the next day on September 28th, Dr. Holland finally fired Janine Jones. Finally. And so she was rid of her, but it was at the cost of her practice and her family. The hospital suspended her admitted admitting privileges and her husband divorced her. And wow. she also found out that Janine was trying to frame her for everything. Holy shit. Yeah. So this poor fucking woman, like, I can't believe like that this woman's entire life and livelihood was ruined by this one person. Well, I mean, she didn't heed the warnings to begin with. Yeah. So, I mean, I can't. I, yeah, it's it sucks that it happened, but I can't uh, like hold it completely that she's not completely innocent yeah yeah so (coughs) on october 12th 1982 in kerr county a grand jury organized hearings for the death of chelsea mcclellan and the other eight children that developed respiratory problems while in dr holland's clinic baby chelsea's body was exhumed to examine the tissue using a new and expensive uh, test developed in sweden to test for the presence of that specific muscle relaxer so, though the test proved positively that the muscle relaxer was in her tissue, no one could prove it was actually Jones that injected the baby. Mm. Yeah. Meanwhile, in February 1983 in San Antonio, a grand jury was present and with 47 suspicious deaths at Bear County Medical Center Hospital that all had occurred in the four-year span that Jones worked there. God darn. Yeah. 40. Yeah. And so, 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 so wait, uh, so there, uh, what is the body count? And I, ha- I hate to put it that way, right? Because so I'm a father, right? But what's the body count, uh, from San Antonio slash Kerrville? How many, combined? how many? Well, no, I mean, divided. In San Antonio, it was 47. And then in Kerrville, it was the one positive death for Chelsea McClellan. Mm-hmm. And then the seven, um, I guess so like where they all had seizures and went into cardiac arrest. So eight total from Kerrville. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So so yeah, she she was fucking working those figures yeah. very fast. Yeah. So bizarrely, during this time of all these trials and whatnot, Janine decides she's gonna marry a nineteen year old man. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So she decided to She was thirty two. Just do a <laughs> yeah. 360 on everybody. Yeah, huh? so she's 32. She's 
So basically, I'm turning 32 tomorrow. It's like if I went and found some fucking high school fucking lame ass and I'm just like, you're going to marry me. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> just <laughs> Matthew McConaughey. But you know what's even worse? She did it because there were r- rumors that she was a lesbian. Like, that's the worst. That's the worst rumor, Janine. <laughs> <laughs> She's all, I'm not gay. <laughs> Call me a baby killer, but I'm not a lesbian. You fucking wow. bitch. God, I'm going to start getting, I'm going to start ranting. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm getting so upset right now. Okay, uh, wow. sorry. Okay. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so, finally, Kerr County indicts Joan on one count of the murder for a death of Chelsea McClellan and several charges of injury to the other seven children that were injected with the muscle relaxant. In November of that year, the San Antonio grand jury indicts her for the injury and deliberate injection of heparin into baby Rolando Santos. During this time, Jones claims she was receiving death threats, though all of the notes were all in the (laughs) same handwriting (laughs) and misspelled the same way, and they were actually able to match these notes to a note that Janine had sent to another oh nurse God. in San Antonio. So was she like misspelling there, there, and there? I, I'm assuming this <laughs> dumb bitch. But anyway, so they proved that she was the one sending them to herself. Fucking pendeja. Anyways, <laughs> God, I hate her. <laughs> I'm so upset. So is this like the same level of hate as, uh, oh my God, uh, she got off. Uh, Casey Anthony? Casey no, Anthony. Casey Anthony is a whole other level of hate. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I can never... T- oh my God, her and Lori Vallow, I want to stab them both. Just line them up and let me just stab them in the fucking throat. I hope they fucking hear this. Oh my oh God, I hate yeah. them both. Yeah, yeah. But oh uh, I, I think we'll, we'll, we'll do an episode on, on Casey Anthony. I'm not going to be the main person I, I, on I that can't, one. I, yeah, I, I'll be the main person on that one because... <laughs> That is gross incompetence on the investigating uh, individuals. Yeah. Oh, my fucking God. Like, I don't think there's like a, there's like a well, an unending well of rage (laughs) for Casey Anthony and Lori Vallow that I have. (laughs) But anyways. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Wow. (laughs) You're getting me sick now, Jen. I can feel it. Everybody do their best Owen Wilson impressions while I cough. (laughs) (laughs) So anyways, during her trials, it was brought up that Joan suffered from a hero complex where she wanted to take the babies to the edge of death and be the hero that brought them back. When she failed, she continued to be the star by openly and violently weeping. And that's something that I didn't mention. Like, she would be the m- she would be dramatic and she would cry and well and openly weep over the bodies of these poor so dead like babies. So like over cheesing it. Oh yeah, and I think it was like when she first started at the hospital that um that the baby had died and like she was basically going nuts and like the other nurses were like she barely like even took care of that baby like what the fuck yeah yeah <laughs> but yeah. Huh. So everybody thought she was fucking weird as fuck. So she enjoyed the excitement and attention it brought her. During her Bear County trial, it was found that the babies were 25% more likely to go into cardiac arrest while under Jones's care and 10% more likely to die. Like, those are fucking scary statistics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So finally on February 15, 1984, Jones was convicted of murder and sentenced to 99 years and was later that year convicted for the death of baby Rolando Santos. Uh, conveniently, the Bear County Medical Center Hospital shredded 9,000 pounds of pharmaceutical oh, records, which means they destroyed all the potential evidence they could yeah. have pr- provided yeah. against her. So in 2018, Jones, who was 69 at the time, was actually supposed to be released from prison due to overcrowding. Instead of letting that happen, uh, in in 2017, five murder charges were brought forth for the kids that were killed in the 80s while at Bear County Hospital. She was kill, uh, accused of killing Richard Nelson on July 3rd, 1981, Rosemary Vega on September 16th, 1981, Paul Villarreal on September 24th, 1981, Joshua Sawyer on December 12th, 1981, and Patrick Zavala on January 17th, 1982. Hey, man, maybe she's racist. She's killing a lot of Mexicanos. Well, well, she I mean, it's, it is San Antonio. Antonio. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> so court records show all of the children were injected with an overdose of muscle relaxers and painkillers. But um, the one that they convicted her on was Joshua Sawyer. That's the one that I told you to just keep in mind. Right, right. And so Jones was convicted again. And she will have to serve a min- minimum of 29 years before she would be considered for parole. And so by then, she would be 87. And families of the deceased are hoping that she will die in prison, rightfully so. And they, the, in, so I started watching a lot of the, the local news, like mm-hmm. interviews when they were doing this in 2018. And unfortunately, I believe it's Chelsea McClellan's mom that had died. But Chelsea McClellan's sister still came down and like gave a victim impact statement. Yeah, um, like opposing her release yeah, or her parole. Yeah, and so the same thing. All of those families. Um, oh God, they're so fucking heartbreaking to listen to. Like, oh yeah, I can yeah. imagine. Yeah, and they're all basically telling her like, I hope you like die in prison because yeah, you yeah. didn't give my baby that chance to like grow up and get married and do all of these things and just. It's so fucking heartbreaking. And you know, and, and I normally tend to hear, because, you know, in, in the field that I work mainly uh, in warehousing, I tend to work with a gamut of people. And uh, I hear that from most of the part that the prison system or the, the prison has their own method of justice, mm-hmm. right? And normally that those pedophiles child uh abusers and stuff like that tend to get their justice in there at the hands of other prisoners so it's kind of curious why she hasn't already yeah died unless, in prison yeah unless they have her like on like in, like solitary, in solitary confinement yeah. yeah speaking of r kelly was attacked recently <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> yeah I, that, that came up in my in my google like things you might be interested in and i was like oh i am interested in this good <laughs> yeah yeah, fucking yeah someone's gonna pee on him in there <laughs> i think they did more than pee on him <laughs> yeah. but okay <laughs> um but yeah that was that was the story of janine jones and a uh, san antonio local yeah and that it's something that like i so i listen to a lot of podcasts i watch a lot of youtube um videos about crime 
and this is one that like i never see like i think i've only seen one youtube video when they oh, gave yeah. her like a yeah like a very very quick like yeah. turnaround or like not even turnaround like a, vic- a quick story but like yeah. this is some somebody that's still alive and somebody that is fucking horrific and vile oh yeah and you know i <coughs> i i gotta say that uh even just as a, as a, like a general statement is that you I, I think you have in the in the world of true crime you have the serial killers that are made for television and then you have your monsters right like you oh, have yeah. your Richard Chases you have your uh, Leonard and uh, Charles you have your Rosemary and uh, and, uh, and Fred. Fred West. You, you know, you have your true monsters, but then you have your even though Ted Bundy and you know all of them were, but they're they're pretty. They're they're good for television, mm-hmm. right? But you you really have your A string out there that you do not hear about. I mean, like yeah. like Richard Chase, the Vampire of Sacramento oh, was. Man, he oh was, God. He was that, what he what? did to that infant was just terrible. And and you know what? It's just so crazy that like. Why why does Ted Bundy get all of this spotlight and like Charles Manson and oh, all of you, it it has nothing to do with them as a character it's the media and how they were sensationalized in that time and being either by law enforcement yeah. choosing to yeah. take a stance against it mm-hmm. and pumping up the headlines to make them seem like or well even at that yeah. like why isn't Kemper known as well <coughs> Oh yeah and did you know Kemper was actually a certified genius like he, oh, he really? yeah he was incredibly oh smart he was clumsy but he was kemper, brilliant kemper like so one of the episodes i was listening to was about kemper like when they were describing him like i was like i really need to get fucking earphones so my co-workers <laughs> don't hear what i'm listening well, to for, for him you've got to understand of someone of his intellect and going through life with yeah. that kind of mind and like yeah being you know, done the things well, that are he, yeah, being well, done to He also yeah. had a mommy complex. Though, yeah, that's like what I'm saying. Like huge he, mommy he, complex. What is someone with that type of intelligence supposed to do when you desensitize yeah. like that, you know? But, uh, yeah, I there's... The, there's You you have your A-string, and, I, and it's, a, it's, a, it's a topic that I love as well. Sometimes you can be too smart for your own good. You oh, know, yeah. It, it desensitizes yeah, yeah. you sometimes. Well, I mean, sometimes. BTK was the same way. BTK was, I Until guess... Until that bendejo was like, can you trace this floppy drive? <laughs> 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 this floppy disk. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I mean, there there's, there's some that I've heard that are incredible that I don't understand didn't get the media attention that mm-hmm. others did. Mm-hmm. Uh, because there, yeah, there's, I mean, there's even like everybody already knows, knows about Jim Jones. Everybody knows about Waco, but I mean, no one knows about Om Shinrikyo. No one knows about the children of God. No one knows. Well, I'm sure, you know, people were a little, even a little bit familiar with the true crime area, but, uh, yeah, there's, there's cults out there that you haven't heard of that done way, you know, more dangerous things than some of the more sensationalized cults. Yeah. Definitely. So, yeah, I mean, once you start getting tagged, oh, yeah. you can actually bump up to like, you know, like there, there's a gold star area <laughs> ge- that commit complete genocide. You know, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like there's a gold star territory that that is untouched within the true crime community. So, well, not in the the true tri- true crime community. That's where you stumble acro- acro- across them, uh, just in like the general public knowledge that a lot of people don't know of. Yeah, especially when you get like a lot of, uh, I guess sensationalism against mass murderers yeah, I, I mean because i find them 
interesting, but at the same time, it's like a a love hate relationship for me because mm-hmm. I love to hear about it what the mechanics were of it, but at the same time, I'm <laughs> yeah. very disturbed by it. But just the simple fact that you know someone could actually go through all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so while we're talking about this, I just want to give a shout out <laughs> to like the three main uh, true crime ladies i watch on youtube (laughs) 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 because they're amazing um so one is bailey sarian she's my girl she does uh murder makeup mystery mondays (laughs) there's Brittany vaughn um i think you can find her under youtube as glamazon goddess and she also does true crime and makeup and she's like so fucking hilarious and most of the time (laughs) she's like drinking wine or something and she also has a uh Bring it to Britney, which is like an advice column. <laughs> and oh okay. my God, she's so fucking funny. And then there's also Stephanie Harlow and she does um, coffee and crime time. Oh, okay. And that's like okay. a daily thing. And she she covers some of the bigger, ep- uh, bigger uh, serial killers and whatnot. But then she also uh, will take up like these small time ones. That okay. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. she just is bringing like, um, I guess like light to like missing people or something yeah, and yeah, whatnot yeah, yeah, yeah and um she she did one about i can't i'm so sorry i can't remember the name it was like this poor little girl that um recently they they were able to to find her body like she had been missing for years okay but her killer was convicted oh okay without the body which is so rare yeah that's incredibly rare yeah, yeah but um, i mean like the only time that you ever have that is that if you like have irrefutable evidence with a uh, murder weapon? Yeah, and well, this person like he was like I had a sexual relationship with this like she was like eleven or something, oh, God. and like it just makes me want to choke him and yeah. kill him too. Like I didn't realize I was so murderous until like I started. So <laughs> <laughs> you birthed a child. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's funny because everyone automatically assumes that I'm murderous. Like even the wife automatically she's like eric did it if i'm missing <laughs> but little does she know that like you said y'all will never find her body <laughs> or well that's like fucking the joshua powell where <laughs> he most likely like dumped his wife's body in like with those caves and whatnot and fucking <laughs> killed himself and his poor kids like oh uh, my god i just wanna <laughs> he's dead already and his dad is dead and his brother is dead ending that mm. terrible fucking family line so yeah uh actually you know uh, I, I want to say this before anything because, like, my writing is taking truly inspiration. Like, I'm drawing inspiration from the podcast that I mainly listen to. And I know it is uh, one of the more popular podcasts. It's the last podcast on the left. I couldn't get into it. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. Uh, but I've been listening to them for, like, seven years now. Oh, uh, wow. I know they've only been on for, like, ten. But, yeah, uh, I mean, the the way... Marcus does his research and stuff like that. I I do uh, really enjoy it. I, I draw a lot of information out from the way he structures his uh, his his I guess script and the information that he decides is crucial to the story. But yeah, that that's one that I really really enjoy, and I try to follow that that same uh, research style. Yeah. So um, if they ever accuse us of uh, 
But so, yes, we definitely draw our inspiration from them. <laughs> and I'm glad you are accusing us of that. But no, I am not <laughs> just copying yeah, your work. I, I just listen to way too many true crime podcasts. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, that's not the only one that I listen to. I do listen to, like, Time Suck. Uh, I listen to, uh, I've tried listening to, to that, uh, the True Crime Garage. I've tried. Yeah, it's it's hit or miss sometimes. I listen uh, to none of these. I draw inspiration from <laughs> nothing. <laughs> I kind of just Jesse shoot just at the hip. Jesse <laughs> hears like what I'm listening to in the background. <laughs> Vaguely. I'll, I'll have my opinions on stuff sometimes when they're making certain mm-hmm. comments. Yeah. yeah, like lately I've been very into this podcast called Morbid. And they're doing, it's turning out to be a four-part series of the Ian and Myra Hindley um murders over there and the uh, more murders mm-hmm. and it's just so terrible <laughs> 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 like their 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 storytelling is amazing and like they i understand their frustration and you know and see and that and that's uh, that's a interesting way that you describe that because that's actually the, like i said the way i'm trying to structure my research i want it to come off more as storytelling i don't want it to come off as me reading almost sounding like i'm reading something verbatim i want it to be a story that i'm telling you i mean this is the story of this individual's life listen to morbid (laughs) okay okay (laughs) yeah well okay we've talked about true crime a lot guys (laughs) i think we should end it here um yeah a little uh off of our normal paranormal stuff um so again hopefully next week skinwalker ranch as long as 2020 doesn't fucking decide to fucking elbow us in the fucking face again um (laughs) so uh you can find us on facebook and instagram uh it's paranormal.chat if you want to be on uh the if you want to be on a future episode uh you can as long as you have zoom we could do a interview you could email us email us at let's chat paranormal at gmail.com or if you just want us to read your story online Tell us which one of us you want us to read, or else it's going to automatically be me and my robot voice. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, I, I like the way you you come across <laughs> my yeah. scratchy All voice. the air waves, waves, waves. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but yeah, definitely email us. Um, give us a like, uh, subscribe, rate us, share us. You know, do everything you're supposed to. Yes. And we're still trying to come up with the with the the, the little celebration for our thousand. Yeah, yeah, yeah sorry yeah. that that fell to the wayside after you know this whole week. Everything. Yeah, don't don't judge this episode too harshly. Us. This this was yeah. uh, oh my gosh, and as closing argument, not closing arguments, closing and conclusion. I'm sorry, <laughs> Dick and Gladys Jones. I'm sure you guys are great. <laughs> we're great. I don't know if you guys are still. Wow. On. <laughs> okay guys <laughs> anything else you want to say <laughs> no, much, uh, uh, you know just no thanks, yeah i, I think out. yeah i, I do but i di- i do want to say that i think we're we are trying to com- tom- contemplate a few things uh to maybe send out to some listeners just some tell me if you want bumper stickers I yeah for a like sign shop i can get those yeah <laughs> uh you know just as a thank you to to the people who are sticking around it seems like we got a a little fan base. Oh yeah, Melody's always like sharing. Oh like, really? Yeah, when she's listening, like, oh fuck yeah, thank you, Melody. I always heart it because clearly <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, that's that's our podcast. Yeah, I, I've <laughs> seen. Uh, I I believe her, you pronounce her name Chris. 
right? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah she's, she's always yeah, uh-huh. thank you to her. Thanks, she's Chris. yeah, there we we have some some Thanks guys for being ride or die so far in these 19 <laughs> episodes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> being our ride or die until we say something unforgivable. <laughs> we're s- we're so far good. But okay guys. I'm always trying to keep us under that <laughs> <laughs> under that umbrella. Under that gun, yeah. <laughs> well, again, thank you for sticking around, you know, share us, like us, rate us, give us good ratings, good reviews. And uh, we'll see you next week in Skinwalker Ranch episode. Yes. All right. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs>